The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Someone asks, what do you do if you get an exploding offer but want to still recruit at banks that haven't had super days yet? This is going to happen for sure. (laughs) Happens all the time, every year. If you get an exploding offer, first of all, anytime you get an offer, usually it's not going to be exploding like that same day on the spot. You usually get at least like a little bit of time. If there are other firms that you've been networking with, you know, that you're trying to apply for that you would rather take over the firm that you just got an offer from, then you want to immediately reach out to your contacts at those firms to let them know that you just got an offer from XYZ Bank. But then you want to tell them like, you know, but your firm is apparently my top choice. And then you want to ask them about the possibility of accelerating the process for you. They're not always going to accelerate the process for you. Like there's a lot of factors, right? It depends on like one, how much do they care about you as a candidate? Like if you are like a high priority candidate for you, they're more likely to kind of like go out of their way and move stuff around for you, right? Like for them to accelerate the process for you, basically they have to like find people to interview you and bankers have very busy schedules, but they have to find like enough bankers to interview you outside of like the normal day that they were going to, you know, do the super day and whatever, right? So it's just like more work for them. And so one is like, how much do they care about you as a candidate? If you're just like an average candidate in their eyes, you're just like pretty much everyone else that they're considering, then like chances are they're not going to want to like bend over backwards just to accommodate you, right? But if you're a really, really good candidate in their eyes, you know, you've done a good job networking and you have a really strong contact at the firm who's like pounding the table for you, especially like with someone senior if it's an analyst i think like there's less that they can do but if it's like a managing director and they go to hr and like hey there's this like really good candidate and they just got an offer and we need to interview them right now okay that's coming from someone senior they're more likely to try to do something about that there's a lot of variables there i can't guarantee that they're always going to do it oh the other factor too is like where are they at in their process right like for example if you go right now to goldman sachs and you're like hey goldman can you please like accelerate the process for me and like their application's not even open yet chances are they're probably not going to do anything for you if you go to jp morgan and you're like hey i just got an offer from this firm and it's exploding can you guys accelerate the process for me and they're super are already scheduled for this month anyway, then I think it's a lot more likely because they're further along in their process already. That's the other thing to consider. And I would say like, if you can't accelerate the process, then what I would recommend doing is take the offer in hand and then you can always continue to recruit and you may or may not get another offer. Like if you don't get any other offers, then you at least already have the offer in hand. If you do get another offer and you think it's better than the offer that you already got, then you have to consider whether you want to renege on the offer or not. As far as like reneging goes, it's a controversial topic, right? Like some people think there's nothing wrong with reneging because like it's not your fault that the firms decide to recruit so early, right? Or it's not your fault that the firms decide to give you an exploding offer. Some schools also have policies against exploding offers, right? So depending on what school you go to, like you can check with the career center, you know, if it's a target school, especially, and the firm comes and does recruiting on campus every year, like if you go to Wharton, like these banks, they want to have a good relationship with Wharton. A lot of times like the career center will say, will tell the firms that you can't give our students exploding offers because they need to have an opportunity to interview everywhere, right? Or interview with like all the interviews they get before they have to decide. And so like sometimes like your career center might back you up because it's like, hey, if you are giving our students exploding offers, then like, you know, we can refuse to let you recruit from our school in the future. But that's like on a case by case basis, like you're going to have to ask, ask your school. That's another thing to think about but like you know if you don't go to target school you probably don't have that luxury and also like even if you do go to target school they might not be able to help you right so at that point like you have to consider reneging 
Um, some people do it and some people don't, right? Some people think it's like morally wrong to like go back on your word and take an offer and, and then like, you know, cancel or whatever. So we have more detailed training on like all the considerations of reneging. Like it's not my place or like our stance is like, we're not here to tell you whether you should or should renege, right? Or like, we're not here to tell you what's right or wrong and like what your value system should be. That's a very personal decision. Ultimately, like at the end of the day, this is your guys's career. There's a risk reward analysis. Right? There's a trade-off that you're making and you have to decide if burning a bridge with a certain firm is worth the increment improvement that you're getting by going from bank number one to bank number two. Uh, but we have more detailed training in the bonus module. So like once you guys get your first offer, remember to ask us for the bonus module so that we can send it to you. And then like, you'll be able to watch that training. Um, that way, like if you do run into this type of situation, you can come to your own conclusions about, you know, what you want to do. Our, our thing is more like, Hey, if you do decide you are going to renege, you know, here's certain things that you should watch out for. Here's how you should kind of like navigate through that process to minimize the downside risk, to minimize the chances of your reneging backfiring on you, right? Because there's also, I think it's rare, but like, there's also definitely like, if you go on Wall Street Oasis and places like that and you search for it, there's stories of people who renege on an offer and then, I don't know, it backfires and then they end up losing both offers and then they end up having nothing. On the flip side, the reason why I tell everyone like, hey, if you don't have any other offers yet, like you should take the offer in hand is because we've also seen students in Wall Street Mastermind that didn't do that. You know, like there was a, there was a older student in Wall Street Mastermind, I won't name names. He got an offer from the very first interview that he took, which was with like Solomon Partners. So that's like, you know, Solomon Middle Market Bank, I'll say like top 30 to 35 bank. And his very first interview, he got an offer. And then he was like, oh, this wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't that hard. And he still had a bunch more interviews coming up. So he's like, I'm just gonna keep interviewing. I'm not gonna take this offer. And then lo and behold, he ended up not getting any of the, the subsequent offers that he interviewed for. And he also turned down his original offer. And so he ended up having to recruit for like an extra, I don't know, six to eight months or something before he finally eventually got an offer. And ended up being at like this regional boutique bank in New York. That was obviously a much worse outcome than the first offer that he turned down. From that, in that sense, like him turning down the offer was a suboptimal decision. It all worked out for him in the end. Like, you know, he interned at the regional boutique for the summer and then he recruited again for full-time and was able to still end up at an elite boutique at the end of the day. But like, that's not guaranteed either. No matter what you decide, whether you decide to renege or not renege, there's a risk either way. So you just have to decide like, which type of risk are you more comfortable with? Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.